Hi, it's Dwyer, GamblersAdvisory.com, a free site, BettingAngle.us, a free site. Today is Friday, October 29th, 2021. Let's talk boxing. Let me back up a little bit. You know, it's the fighters that we have high expectations of, right? The Floyd Mayweathers, the Sugar Ray Leonards, the Roy Joneses, right? The Tyson Furies that we overanalyze, that we'll ask the tough questions of whether that fighter, because we believe in the fighter, because we see the talent, could beat other elite fighters, right? It's the reference points of the sport that we look at and ask the hard questions of. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm a big fan of Canelo's, right? I believe Canelo is obviously a Hall of Famer, first ballot. I believe Canelo belongs in the conversation of the best fighter in the sport right now, pound for pound. I give that to Terrence Crawford, right? I even have guys who recently lost in my mix there, right? If they lost to an uh, excellent fighter, Lomachenko's on my short list. Right? But understand, so too is Canelo. Now, I believe Canelo is vulnerable to a mover. I personally thought Billy Joe Saunders was going to beat him. When Canelo is in against a guy with great foot speed, right? And let's be clear here, Canelo, who can box, doesn't have great foot speed. I believe he's vulnerable. Those fights... I'm going to bet on the mover, and I'm going to hedge the play with Canelo by knockout, right? Because Canelo is an excellent knockout puncher. That Billy Joe Saunders fight, Canelo surprised me by winning, but the hedge held. Well, understand, I feel Canelo is vulnerable to Caleb Plant. I think Caleb Plant is going to have some success early. I believe the fight people need to look at is that Buddy McGirt convincing light heavyweight champion Sergey Kovalev to move against Canelo, and folks, that fight was close. And understand, Kovalev doesn't have anything remotely resembling the footwork of Caleb Plant. But understand, there is one boxer who I believe, in fact, let's call it two boxers, who I believe might be able to take Canelo out from inside the pocket. Non-movers, right? Guys who aren't going to be intimidated by a shootout against one of the hardest punchers in the sport, pound for pound, right? One of them is unavailable. His name is Arthur Perturbiev. Right? He's one of the light heavyweight champions. He has an interesting fight coming up against the mover, Marcus Brown. The other fighter who, ironically, is in Canelo's weight class is David Benavides. Right? You need to follow Benavides. You need to understand that this guy is elite. 
He's already been the champion at 168 in the past. You need to understand that against Canelo, this guy is going to want Canelo in front of him. Right? What makes a good guy in the pocket? It's a guy with some boxing skills, right? A guy who can make adjustments. Canelo's excellent in the pocket. And it's a guy who can throw short punches. Right? It's also a guy who knows how to use his body. A guy who can smother your punches. Right? Come up on your side and lean on you. And, of course, against Canelo, and this is pivotal, right? Because Canelo, like me, has a short neck. He knows how to move away from punches. He has great anticipation in terms of rolling and stuff like that. You need to be a committed body puncher. If you're in the pocket against Canelo, you need to have the attitude of, okay, Canelo has his head on a swivel. I haven't figured out the angles. This guy's shoulders getting in the way of my shots. Canelo knows how to duck at just the right time. There isn't a lot to hit up top. He's a master boxer. I'm going to go to the body. Whatever is open, I'm going to hit. Also, a guy on the inside has to be prepared for grappling. Right? On TV, it looks like guys are just, you know, arm wrestling. There's actually a science to it. Right? You want to always have a hand free. You want to have your hands in such a way where your opponent can't tie up both of them. Right? If I come in the pocket, I'm a newbie, I don't know what I'm doing, and I have my hands together, someone could grab my hands with one hand, get them out of the way, and then pummel me. So I have to understand how to space my hands. I have to understand how to put my hand over the other guy's arm to not allow him to throw it. Right? Elite guys inside, in addition to Canelo. Right? Canelo's excellent inside, folks. Look at Andre Ward's work. Look at Roberto Duran's work. Look at David Benavides's work. Right? This guy's a gambler's paradise. In other words, while I think Benavides himself doesn't have the fastest feet, while I believe a mover has an excellent shot on Benavides, guys who bake their bread in the pocket are going to have an awfully hard time. This is a very skilled inside fighter. Now, Jose Uzcategay, who was a champion, this is the guy who Khaled Plant beat for his belt, recently failed a drug test. And I understand, as is always the case, when someone fails a drug test, there's going to be a cover-up, right? They're going to say, oh, he had tainted meat. Or, oh, he took this supplement that's over-the-counter at this obscure store in this corner of town, and who knew that this over-the-counter supplement had a banned substance? Make no mistake, the oxygen enhancer that Uzcategay was busted for is an advanced performance enhancer. These oxygen enhancers give you increased stamina. Right, folks, that's vital in boxing, where you're fighting a tough opponent like a Benavides, you're running out of gas, right, running out of gas. And, of course, this drug gives you two or three extra rounds. Folks, that could well be your margin of victory, right? So 
just to understand, Uskategay was busted here big time. So now, of course, Benavides has a new opponent, one with only six KOs, Kyron Davis. I'm not here to diss Kyron Davis. Let's just say this is a different fight. Then Benavides against Uskategay, right, which was a fight I was very much looking forward to. Let me just say this about Benavides, and I understand. Canelo's going for undisputed at 168. I'm not going to knock Canelo because Canelo, quite frankly, has fought much tougher opponents than about 98% of the sport, right? We think of Canelo as a visitor to 168, but yet he's beaten Caleb Smith, who was unbeaten at the time, right? Billy Joe Saunders, who was unbeaten at the time. Of the guys at 168. Canelo is the one who's mowing down the unbeaten fighters. His next fight is against Caleb Plant, who's unbeaten right now. So I'm not going to diss Canelo, but just to understand, the boogeyman is out there. It's David Benavides. You have some fighters right now who want legacies, including unbeaten Jamal Charlo. I know he's a middleweight, but my point is simply, here in boxing, we have a double standard. I keep hearing from people that my statement that Deontay Wilder is a Hall of Famer is ridiculous because Wilder hasn't fought anyone. Folks, <laughs> look at the Jamal Charlo resume, right? All I could say is his biggest opponent is who? The Revianchenko? I mean, folks, we're in an era where you've had some interesting middleweight champions, right? Canelo, one of them. Uh, Danny Jacobs, another one of them, Golovkin, right? And you mean to tell me that somehow Jamal Charlo has avoided all of them, right? Folks, I don't want to hear about sanctioning bodies and the fighter fighting who he's supposed to fight and stuff like that. If you want to be great, you have to do what Canelo's doing right now. You have to say, okay, I want to go to 168. Who am I going to fight at 168? Champion Rocky Fielding. Champion Callum Smith. Champion Caleb Plant. Right? Even the purists at 168 will give you respect. We'll say, well, we can't call this dude a visitor when he's walking in the front door. Right? If I'm Jamal Charlo... And Charlo has better legs than Benavides. Right? I'd be targeting Benavides. No one here cares that Jamal Charlo is unbeaten. Right? His brother is the person in the house who grabs attention more from boxing hardcore fans. Right? So Jamal Charlo should be someone who, when a Benavides fight cancels, should be showing up at press conferences. Should be saying, hey, player, is my name big enough for you? I'm unbeaten for a reason. I want to show the world why I'm unbeaten. By the way, Benavides, as we make this video, is an unbeaten fighter, as is Charlo. Another guy who might want to pivot, right? Let's say, let's say Canelo surprises me and beats Caleb Plant. Right. By the way, that fight, I like Plant to win. The casino's giving me ridiculous odds. I'll hedge the play with Canelo by stoppage. 
right? If Canelo gets to stoppage, I'll hear from Canelo fans that I doubted their guy, and that's fine, as long as I'm in the line collecting after the fight with everyone else, right? If I'm Chris Eubank, and he recently fought, and I know he wants fights and stuff like that, I'd be chomping at the bit to fight David Benavides. Very tough opponent. I'm not saying Eubank wins that fight. I'd take Benavides in that fight. But what I am saying is, again, you're in your 30s. You want to make a name for yourself. I believe the way to do so is to fight elite fighters. Right? Jump the line. One way to jump the line is by taking on an elite fighter and beating him. Then, of course, the boxing world is going to notice. And maybe some champs looking for voluntaries are going to notice. Right? Understand. The money follows performance. Right? If you've beaten a top fighter, if you've gotten a big scalp on your mantle... Fans are going to want to see you fight. In any event, everyone should pay attention to David Benavides. Canelo is having a historical run. Right, folks? It's historical. The last time he lost was to a guy named Floyd Mayweather. Right? By the way, Canelo is the best thing to happen to Floyd Mayweather's reputation. Right? We think back to that Floyd Mayweather-Manny Pacquiao fight and... You know, that fight was a little bit dull. That fight happened a little bit past its expiration date. But when someone walks up on the street to you and says, man, you realize Canelo's only lost to Floyd Mayweather, you stop, think about it, and say, damn, Mayweather was one hell of a fighter, wasn't he? Right? If Canelo doesn't lose soon, if he continues to beat unbeaten fighters, because, folks, that's who he's fighting. If he continues to jump up every now and then to the light heavyweight division and beat fighters, if he jumps up to light heavyweight and takes on unbeaten Arthur Berturbiev, another unbeaten fighter who's out there who Canelo conceivably could beat. Let's just say Canelo has better defense than Arthur Berturbiev. Right, let's just say neither guy would be looking for the other guy in the fight. They'd be right in the pocket together. That's going to shine an even brighter light on Floyd Mayweather's victory over Canelo. But what I want people to do is to just understand that style-wise, in terms of an ability to fight a guy in the pocket, a guy who's going to look at Canelo and who's going to think, hey, I'm the bigger puncher. I can hurt this guy to the body. A guy who has some defensive skills. A guy who can throw short punches. So when that fight comes down to an in-the-pocket shootout, the guy is still able to deliver big shots. Doesn't need space. Isn't going to be crowded by Canelo. Might even be able to get inside of that Canelo left hook. Just to understand, there are very few guys in the sport who are even remotely competitive with Canelo in the pocket. One of them is David Benavides. Keep an eye on him. He's so good. 
that his scheduled opponent tried to cut corners. Tried to get by on a PED to get an advantage in their fight. That's how I see it. Let me hear from you. I hope you leave your comments in the comment section of this video. Thanks for stopping by.